All right, man, break it down, break it down. Welcome, Earthlings, to episode number 39. 39? 39, right? 39? I think so. Of the CND Express podcast. I am. <laughs> Oh, for God's sake. Oops. Anyhow, Uncle D in the catbird seat, riding shotgun is the super producer, Matthew Alfaro, and my brother from another mother, Chip Green. Gentlemen, how are you doing? Don't all answer at once. Oh, yeah. I mean, still waiting for the results from my mom. Uh, Not entirely sure when we're going to get those because we still haven't gotten them. Oh, did I tell we, you about that? Oh, uh, she has a, a potential COVID scare, so we're, we're haven't been able to show up at work either, just, you know, in prevention of it possibly being, you know, positive. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, that's what you get for working at the hospital, you know? Of course. How's she feeling? Uh, she looks fine. I mean, I, truthfully, I don't expect her to have it. Um, uh-huh. But I'm not an expert. I'll, I'll let the test dictate that. Uh, well, sure, sure. Yeah. So we're, we're just waiting on that for right now. All right. I would hope I would hope that you would keep us updated. Oh yeah, for sure. All right, Chip, how you doing, brother? Um, do Do you actually want me to do the pleasantries, or do you want me to get right into how? 2020 continues to one-up itself. Stupidity. Why don't we go through the the, the cursory how are you doing first, just to be polite. Fine. (laughs) That's as good as it gets. You happy now? He's like, fine, but I won't enjoy it. Obviously, there will be no expounding on fine. <laughs> All right, uh, get I, into the shits. Talk I'm, your shit, I'm, King. Okay, okay, so fine. All right, so I'm fine. I had a day off, <clears throat> sort of. A day ended at like 10 o'clock last night after going up to work, letting out a boarding dog. My day started again at 5 a.m., Going back to work to check in on and let out the same boarding dog, then driving out to my dad's to put up the Christmas tree and help him do a few other things, then coming home and trying to get a nap. That not happening because people from work have my phone number. Okay. Satisfied? Um... Yeah, I feel much better now. <laughs> okay, so. <clears throat> cricket. 
Bolo. Darts. Squash. Bowling. What do those five things have in common? Um, they're all sports. Here's what they have in common. Balls. Right? They are not. There, there, there are no balls in darts. Oh. I mean, yeah. It's you're, okay. You're... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, God. Pretty. He's he's so pretty. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't hear the darts part. <laughs> Alright. So, What's the deal? Those five things are not summer Olympic sports. But as of two days ago, break dancing is Get the fuck out of here. Are you serious? I'm so fucking serious. Jesus Christ. Break dancing is now a summer Olympic sport. It will debut at the 2024 Paris Games. I'm not even sure I can blame the French for this. But still, break dancing is an Olympic sport. I'd expect <laughs> nothing less from the French. All the pageantry. All the majesty. Fucking break dancing. <laughs> yes, this is what the Olympics is all about. Because centuries and centuries ago, Carbonicus and Ozonium took to the streets of South Central Athens. <laughs> It's pop and lock for the glory of the empire. <laughs> oh, oh man. my god! I'm I wonder if they use cardboard boxes. I am I? I am disgusted. I mean, you already have ribbon dancing and synchronized swimming. Now, breakdancing. Breakdancing is an Olympic sport. You know what's not an Olympic sport? Football. Breakdancing is an Olympic sport. Cricket. Fucking cricket. You don't even have to go to ESPN 9 to see cricket. It's on like ESPN 3 or 4 all the fucking time. I, I can't. I can't. I can't. <laughs> you, do you all really understand that with no additional training than what they have already had, Jessica Alba and Channing Tatum potentially win gold medals for the United States at the 2024 Paris Olympics? Okay, I'll, I'll tell you this. Despite the absurdity of the fact that breakdancing will be an Olympic sport in 2024, if, if Jessica Alba goes over to Paris 
and break dances. I'm rooting the fuck out of Jessica Alba for that. Oh my god! And you know, in your heart of in 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 that cold cold heart of yours, you'll be rooting for Jessica Alba too. First off, first off, because you're a patriot. I root for Jessica Alba in nothing. <laughs> I don't necessarily root against her in life. I don't actually really want anything bad to happen to her. Because, you know, probably the worst thing that could happen to a professional actor has already happened to her. She was in not one, but two Fantastic Four movies. So, she really needs to suffer anymore. But, uh, Honey, big time uh, tragedy right there. Big time tragedy. Yeah. So apparently that uh, yeah, qualifies her for a shot at the podium and representing any country in the Olympics. I'm just saying, as a as an American patriot, you you have to root for the you have to root for Jessica Alba. She goes to Paris. You're 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 waving the flag. No, no, no. Because first off, <laughs> first off, I'm wondering where the fuck they're gonna stage the event. Because if you put break dancing in some like giant coliseum. I'm I'm going to have to go to NBC headquarters or wherever it is and just start smacking people. And then on the flip side, you 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 can't hold an Olympic event in like the gym at Marcel Marceau High School. It's just where that shit actually belongs. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So also confirmed for the uh, Paris Olympic Games in 2024 are skateboarding, sport climbing, and surfing. I'm okay with those. I mean, I'm I'm not okay with. I mean, you know, because skateboarding. For the Olympics, though, I, I I believe I mean they they had that in the in the X Games where I thought it belonged, and I didn't have a problem with that. But for the Olympics, uh, look, uh, I don't know about that. Look, here's the thing: snowboarding's in, so why not skateboarding? Yeah. Uh. To be honest, I'm not all that I'm not all that jazzed about snowboarding either, but you know, whatever. Well, I wasn't either, but at least at least it's exciting. I mean it's um, cool to see. It it really is. I mean I, I, I can't I can't really get upset about it. But uh, what 
fuck is breakdancing commentary actually going to be like? Just, just think about it for a moment. Yeah. You know? Is it going to be like, oh, 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 Ed, they're now taking the floor. They have, they have laid out the giant piece of cardboard. And they have put on their oversized, oversized pants, high tops. Like the, 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 the routine is beginning. Oh, oh, is, oh, oh, is that a robot? That is definitely, definitely a robot, Bob. They are definitely breaking out a robot. What a wonderful piece of symmetry. I'm looking at, I actually believe the competitor is an actual robot. And the interesting thing is, according to what I'm reading, the, the, the International Olympic Committee um, had a, 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 the goal was to lure a younger audience um, by using urban events but they chose breakdancing of all things yes. I mean to, consciously to, consciously to chose breakdancing to lure a younger audience they chose breakdancing huh yeah I don't know about that one they chose to step up to the streets. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. They actively chose Electric Boogaloo. Oh, God. Now, I, I, I will admit if somebody does that old school break in, walk up the wall and along the ceiling thing, I might have to give them half a point. There's just, there's just, there's no, no. Walk, walking on the ceiling is a beast move. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's more than half a point right there. You realize that there is every single possibility that announcement will be made that the Bulgarian team just got served. <laughs> oh, God. No, no. Okay. Okay. That someone stomped the yard. I, I don't think that we're going to hear, hear that. Oh, Jesus. No, no, we're not. Okay. We, we're not going to hear that. Okay. This is... This is what we've come to. This is what we've come to when we are nice to certain aspects of society. <laughs> this, this, folks, and I want everyone to hear me very clearly. This is inclusivity gone wrong. Okay. Not not everything, everything. <laughs> I, I do appreciate the idea that you equate everything with your entire, your intense distaste for, you know, <laughs> two-legged society. I really, really do. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. 
What's, what, you know what, what the, but you know the thing that does the thing that does irk me though is that for years they have been trying to get um Brazilian jiu-jitsu as a Olympic sport which I would have been all for. I mean, you know, they already have the wrestling, they already have judo, they already have sport karate, although I have to say, you know, karate is, you know, boring as hell um as an Olympic sport, but they already have you know those sports, but they 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 never went the other um they never went the way of Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, which I thought would have been spectacular as an Olympic sport, but it never happened. But some of the stuff that they have obviously you know decided could be is just disturbing. You know, I I, I don't I don't get it. I mean, you know, if you want to talk about you know sports that should be. You know, that would definitely be. I would definitely would have included one of those. I would definitely would have included that before I'd gone Absolutely. anywhere close with, you know, any of these other ones. These other ones are just, you know, ridiculous. I mean, but that's my that's that's going to be my only take on it. You know, hey, you know, they they want to have break dancing and, you know, sport sport climbing. I don't even know what the fuck that is. And, you know, any other thing because they want to attract a younger audience. God bless them. As long as that shit's not on TV because I'm not interested in watching it. Look, I think of sport climbing at the very least. I can picture some ancient warrior scaling the side of a giant rock. Right? Trying to attain a goal. You know, reaching the summit. All, all that other majestic shit. I think of breakdancing, the, the, Best thing that comes to mind is like five minutes of the second Ace Ventura movie, where they're trying to to, to prepare him for the ritual. I don't know. I mean, like I said, I mean, it, it, it as an Olympic sport, I'm not down. I don't. I'm not. I'm not rolling. You know. If it's a means to an end and it works, that's one thing. But you know, this just sounds you know stupid to be honest with and, you. But and to be on and to be honest, for me, it's it's putting it in the Olympics. Like you know, yeah. it, it took you know i I come from the fist fight generation. Like it took me a long time to come to grips with the term with the fact that dance and battle. Or anywhere near associated with each other, right? Like it, it in my mind, it doesn't it it doesn't compute. It doesn't jibe. But yeah, no. But it's 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 a wonderful form of artistic expression. I am not going to pretend that I completely understand dance. I don't. I mean, at the time, it just looks like someone has stuck a live wire up somebody else's ass. Fine. Whatever makes you all happy, whatever. It's not a fucking Olympic sport. Yeah, I'm not. Like, like, like I said, I'm, just not. I'm not. I'm not rolling. You know. But um. Anyhow, <laughs> good good luck to all of the athletes who will be going over to Paris to compete on the streets of uh. 
of France in the Olympics in breakdancing. I wish you all the best. Go USA. <sighs> Fucking talk about something else. This, this will uh this will put a smile on your face. And you know possibly uh continue along the vein of this world ain't worth saving. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, goddammit. Goddamn commercials. Anyway. Grandmother accidentally sends a nude photo to her granddaughter. Oh. Then leaves hilarious voicemail begging her to please delete it and revealing who it was really meant for. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, this happened. A young woman was in for a rude surprise when she received a nude photo from her, oh my God, from her grandmother. <laughs> this is so gross. Uh. Which was followed with an apologetic phone call in which her grandma frantically explained it was meant for somebody else. Number one, grandma's a freak, okay? <laughs> she is obviously one of those broads that you will eventually find on Pornhub. <laughs> Marquita Green from Texas, who goes by Mimi Bay 89 on TikTok, shared a video of the moment she listened to her grandma's remorseful voicemail Presumably after she already viewed Grand's shocking photo. This is your grandmother, the voicemail begins. I apologize so much. I sent you pictures. I pushed your name by mistake. And the video is, the video is, because uh, I'm, I'm reading this off of the Daily Mail, um, Daily Mail UK. And yes, her, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Her face is hilarious. But anyway, um, on TikTok, she says, when grandma sends her nude to you by accident, <laughs> I can't even work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the world needs more of that. Oh, the world really, honestly and truly needs more shit like that. <laughs> I'm not, but, 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 for any of my friends decides to take this concept and run with it I'm not soliciting granny porn <laughs> there is at least there are at least two people that I know of that are listening to this podcast but the moment they hear us start talking about this are gonna start typing their computer <laughs> Right. Okay. <laughs> I'll do it. I know where you both live, and I can do worse. Let me tell you something. How do you look your grandma in the face ever again? Have you seen her give you the full Monty? <laughs> and then tells you that those number one they were meant for somebody else which you would hope would be true because you know 
grandma sending you, you know, butt naked pictures of herself, you know, that's a little beyond the pale. But it bears, but the question bears repeating. How do you look at your mother? How do you look at your grandma the same? Uh. This is the same grandma who you know you go over to her crib. She she breaks out the the sweater. She gives you the little kiss on the cheek. You know she's got the good home cooked meals and all that good shit. You open your phone one day, and there's grandma in all of her glory. Can you can you imagine? Imagine what Christmas dinner is going to be like. <laughs> Somebody say somebody's gonna say something. Something <laughs> like, you know, who wants the giblets? <laughs> Have he tried grandma stuffing? <laughs> <laughs> who likes dark meat? <laughs> Breast or thigh? <laughs> see, 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 that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Oh my God, Grandma's a freak. I would, <laughs> I would have to, I, I'd have to skip like the next five years worth of events. <laughs> Not only would I have to skip them, I'd have to skip them and pray that she lived long enough for me to be able to look her in the face ever again. Oh my God! <laughs> Holy shit! You know, you know, because it's the internet. One of your friends has seen it already. <laughs> right? It got leaked from your phone. Whether you meant to do it or not, <laughs> it got leaked from your phone. Oh, poor, poor Marquita. I mean, I, I have to say, though, you know, right. she could have kept this to herself. And this would have been probably... Obviously, this may not have been something that, you know, would have made the wires. But, you know, she has made grandma famous. Yeah, I was about to say, but now the problem is everybody is Googling, like, Marquita's grandma nude. Yeah, or or Marquita Green, Mimi Base 89 is on tic, uh, on TikTok. Just to see her reaction, because obviously she didn't show the photos. Right. They just she just posted her reaction to the photos, which is hilarious in itself. And like, and everyone, everyone that she shared the story with is now following her grandma online. <laughs> now looking to see whether grandma's hot. Right. Right. And who wants that smoke? For real. Because we are a disgusting species. <laughs> we, are, we are a horrible, horrible race of people. Oh. Dude. Uh, speaking of disgusting individuals, um, happy birthday. Shout out to Philip Jean-Pierre. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, at some point, we definitely had to get him on. Matter of fact, we should have got him on for that story. And and I, I know you're listening. And I know that you are the one. You are one of those people who right now typing away on your computer 
trying to find something foul, send me. <laughs> I, I know it. Oh. And because you are who you are, um, whatever you do, do not send those pictures. 202 294. Whoa, 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 whoa. Not only, no, no. <laughs> do not. <laughs> you shut your mouth right now. <laughs> don't, don't you say anything else. You are not putting my phone number on the podcast, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That, so, that, is, that is insane, though. Shout out to Grandma, for real. You know, doing doing what she can to keep a man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, let's step off Grandma's for just a second. Second shout out. Kevin Hunt. Any of you all out there who does not know Kevin Hunt, this man is one of the hardest working, most genuine, most underrated people that I know. His birthday was his week, was this week. He wasn't able to celebrate it. There are people that I genuinely believe all that they do day in and day out as human beings deserve to be celebrated as often as possible. And Kevin is one of them. So any of y'all who are listening, hopefully this thing will get published in the next day or so reach out to that man say happy birthday no doubt Come back to grandma <laughs> right no because i got a little grandma something something too oh you got a little grandma something something i do and I, I i don't know if this is true but i sincerely hope it is um i saw this on reddit and it just said a friend's grandma got COVID. How did she get COVID? She's been sneaking off karaoke bars that are covertly operating illegally without COVID precautions. Legal underground grandma karaoke bars. Uh huh. Once again. We need shit like this in the world, man. I mean, we don't need people getting COVID. But if someone's gonna get COVID, who would it karaoke speakeasies? Like, yeah. I feel like that is the most harmless, least malicious way to contract or spread this disease. Is be old and just not be able to resist belting out a couple Linda Ronstadt tunes on a Thursday night. <laughs> you you say Linda Ronstadt. We're talking about grandmas. We're going we're going straight to we're going straight to Patsy Cline or somebody like that. <laughs> Yo, Lane. 
Oh, <laughs> oh my God! Holy whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> don't don't do that! Don't do that! <laughs> do not do that to yourself! Don't do that to the people who have to hear you! Oh, fine. Hey, look! There are there, there are um. Look, I, if if people haven't realized about now, COVID ain't no joke. You know, um, this thing is is serious and easily spread. Um, matter of fact, something that I pulled up uh, that I was uh, reading uh, just today, as a matter of fact, um, Dateline, December 1, 2020. Um, the owner of an events company says that his four-day swingers convention in New Orleans was held last month and has been tied to 41 coronavirus infections. Number one, if you're going to a swingers convention and all you catch is COVID-19, you're probably okay. You're probably better off. I was going to ask, how many other infections is it tied to? Exactly. You know, if it's not if it's not if it's not um tied to an outbreak of syphilis or gonorrhea or anything like that, then you're probably in the clear. But um, you know, the fact is, is that <laughs> what the fuck are you people doing? No. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing going to a what the fuck are you doing going to a swingers convention in the middle of a pandemic? What the fuck is wrong with you people? So, 41 cases of COVID, 16 cases of divorce. <laughs> oh, dude. So they had a very aggressive contact uh, tracing. And, um, you know, there were 300 attendees. They, 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 it said it was unclear how many of the conventions, 300. There were three. 300 people at this thing? Jesus Christ. I was about to say, that's the number of people who had contact with the infected people. 300. <laughs> so, can, so, in, so not only is, you know, do they have COVID, you know, this may be the other way in which this is a super spreader event. Because <laughs> let me tell you, <laughs> if you're showing, Going to a swingers convention in New Orleans, the chances are good that COVID ain't the only thing you caught. Oh. I mean, there's like, oh. It was in New Orleans, so there's like haters in there and all sorts of other weird shit. I mean, the possibilities are endless. Here's the thing. If you got COVID, you probably found out in a week or two. (laughs) If all you caught was COVID, consider yourself, you know, (laughs) consider yourself somewhat lucky because, you know, there's every distinct possibility that, you know, you found out in a week or two that you had COVID. You found out in three days that you had gonorrhea. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> a swingers convention in the middle of a pandemic what the fuck is wrong with these people 
I don't understand. Well, you know, all right. So let's uh, let's get semi serious for just a moment. Okay. Swinging aside, completely understand how people are tired of what we've been going through. They're breaking ranks and breaking quarantine and all that other stuff. Like, that much I get. Um, do, I, do you realize that, like, we've been under COVID protocols longer than it takes to spit out a baby? Just about as long. No, man, you, you, I am the last person you have to tell that to. I mean... That's a long-ass time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and like we have said um, before, you know, it didn't have to be this bad. It didn't have to be this way. What is it? Australia is, you know, back to uh, back to doing back to doing their thing because they follow the science. You know, they have a, a, a population of over two million people and only 47 cases. Well, yeah. All right. But first off, let's disqualify Australia because it's Australia. Being like 97% of people down there have been bitten by something that should have killed them in the first fucking place and survived. So they're not worried about COVID. I mean, literally, seven of the 10 most dangerous animals in the world reside in Australia. Australians ain't scared of shit. Meteors touch down. Aliens come out. Australians are like, crikey. So this then. Right. Like, if... It, yeah, but the, 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 it's, the, it. the point that I'm making is, is that they did what they were supposed to do as a nation and got their situation under control, and now they're back to some semblance of normalcy while we are under while we're still, you know, dealing with this thing in a really real way, people have lost jobs, including myself. Yeah. Um, you know, um, we're, we're still, we're half the country. I mean, you know, 30%, 40% of the country, 30, I'll say 30%, 30% of the country is wandering around, you know, talking about how they're oppressed because they have to wear a mask as opposed to, you know, we're not following the science. We've we're losing twenty seven hundred people a day. Um, just yesterday, I found out that an old family friend of mine's died from COVID. Jesus. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's just it's 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 a gut punch. And every time I see one of these fucking assholes out here talking about how. They don't want to wear a mask because it infringes on their individual rights. All I want to do is start swinging. Because all I want to do is to be able to stand on a stage and do what I do or, you know, get back to some semblance of normalcy, go to a restaurant, go to a movie, something, um, you know, but 
without having to worry about the person next to me giving me something that I bring home and give to my wife or my kid that I may have to bury them in two months. Oh. You know, I, 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 if the doctors say one thing and the scientists say one thing, when it comes to pandemics, I'm listening to them. I'm not listening to politicians. I'm not listening to anybody else. If your doctor says wear a mask, wear a fucking mask. If your doctor says wash your hands, practice social distancing, do those things, and maybe we can get the fuck out of the situation that we're in as opposed to wallowing in and talking about our individual freedoms. Fuck that. Well, <clears throat> so here's my half a counter to that. Because... I've already expressed this in other arenas, and of course, <clears throat> people attack me right off the bat before actually listening to me. Um, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I hate wearing a mask. I wear a mask. I, I wear a mask not only for myself, but for everybody around me. Right. I personally do not think they are stupid. Um, I, I, you know, one of the things that I, that I laughed about was, you know, if you look back along your timeline and all this broke out, everybody bitched about wearing masks. Everybody. About how hard it was to breathe and, you know, Got asthma and all this other shit. Yeah, we heard a lot of that. And then the white right wing crackheads started speaking out against wearing masks. Suddenly, all those same people were like, "Wear a mask. It's easy. I don't. I don't see what the problem is." Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. One of the things that I dearly love about a lot of the radio ads and stuff that I'm hearing about it is so many people have gone to just shut up and wear the mask. I I love it. Stop fucking crying. Ask, shut up. Yeah. Like, no flowery, like, you know, lifetime movie soundtrack music playing in the background. No impassioned pleas from everybody else. Shut up and wear the mask. There's a huge part of me that wishes that we had started off that way. But, no, it, it, I'll be generous and say that it stems from, it stems from a slow release of information. Yeah. Still. I think that a lot of people, I mean, because even in the beginning, they didn't really know um, right. exactly what the, um, because it's new. It's a new virus. We, this is something that we had never seen before. And I understand that, you know, we had no idea exactly what it was, or how easily it was transmitted and, you know, what it did when it got inside the body and all those other good things. And I get that and understand that. So, yeah, the information was a little strange. Um, you know, we, we had no idea exactly what it was that we were supposed to do and we were learning on the fly. Um, 
but when we finally, when we did get the information and when they started, you know, you know, it started petering out that this is what we were supposed to do. And they told us social distancing, wash your hands, you know, wear a mask and all that good stuff. You know, um, I have to admit those first masks that we were wearing were, you know, somewhat constrictive. Absolutely. Like, like the, you know, we didn't get the we we weren't using the medical we weren't using the medical mask with the the big old filters and all that good stuff that you know the uh in, that that people have now. Um, we were just kind of going with whatever was out there, and people were you know putting them out and putting them together and selling them and all that. And they weren't the most comfortable things in the world, and they certainly weren't you know easily breathable and all that good stuff. Well, hell no. You know? My first mask felt like someone strapped the Dr. Scholl's insole to my face. Exactly. The first mask that you had, you're trying to breathe through that thing. It was like somebody was sitting on your nose. What I, what I don't get about, about everybody on the wear a mask side is how they don't see how these other people feel like it's infringing upon their freedom. Especially because these mandates are coming at least to us through the government and the media. Right? I mean, how, how do you not see why people don't feel why, how do you not see why people feel like that's infringing upon their freedom? government is telling you what you can and cannot do I mean that is how virtually every new country certainly the one that we live in is formed government tells you what you can and cannot do you don't like it so you do something about it yeah I mean, and that's and once again that's my only beef with all of this. Stop it. I don't understand why they, why they say it's infringing upon their freedom. Shit, because it's exactly the same thing that happened when, you know, we decide when some people's forebearers, not necessarily yours, mine, and Matthew's, and some people's forebearers made the conscious decision to come to this country. Because, you know, Ours didn't really have a choice at the point. But it's the same thing. Someone tells you it's for the greater good. It's benefiting financially people who already have a lot of money. How do you not see how people feel this way? Know, what whether you agree with them or not how do you not see a government telling you what to do especially when you don't agree with it feels like someone infringing upon your freedom it is one of the crystal clearest things in my mind about this whole thing that does not mean that i agree with it that does not mean that I don't think they should just shut the fuck up and wear the mask. But I feel like anyone 
who is kidding themselves and who is thinking that these people should not feel like like the government is like anyone is infringing upon their freedoms. Well, you know, history is full of people. Full of it. Full of people. Full of incidents. Full of times. Where similar things have happened and people thought it was infringing upon their freedom. And we agree with a whole lot of them. It is. This just happens to be one of those times where we agree with it. We feel that it's right. For God's sake, stop acting like it's a stretch for someone to feel this way. Please, continue to tell them to just wear the fucking mask anyway. Shut the hell up. Don't play dumb. Don't play dumb. Don't play ignorant. I don't think that it's doing either, though. You know, and, and I think that when it comes to well, I think that when it comes to public health, there are certain things that, you know, look at what we're talking about here. And 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 I understand I and I understand playing devil's advocate in this particular scenario. I just I just can't ride with it. Only because, you know, people doing what is we're not talking about necessarily talking about the greater hood. We're talking about uh we're talking about your health. We're talking about my health. We're talking about the health of our families. You know, in in that scenario, yeah, I'm going to look at you a little strange if you don't want to, if you tell me that, you know, you know, you're infringing on my individual freedoms by asking me to put on a mask. I'm not exactly asking you to roll a, I'm not exactly asking somebody to roll a, 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 a boulder uphill. Nobody's asking anybody to, you know, to jump into indentured servitude of any kind. Nobody's asking you to do anything oppressive. We're asking you to, if you go outside, wear a mask so that if you do have it and you don't know it, you don't unknowingly give it to somebody, you know. And the, the, just there's so many, there's just so too many examples out there of people you know, wandering around um, holding, I mean, they're holding these super spreader. They're at the White House right now about the whole 20-something or 30-something uh, Christmas parties. And they're not asking for any kind of uh, social distancing. They're not going to ask them to wear a mask. They're not going to ask them to do any kind of, any, any, anything of that kind. And people are going to die. People are simply going to die. And a large part of the problem that I see is that for these people who are, want, who are talking about how it infringes upon their freedom, it's because they haven't killed their grandma yet. They haven't killed their mother yet. They haven't killed their father yet. It hasn't affected them personally. So they see it as somebody else's problem or it's happening to somebody else so they don't care. But the fact is, is that eventually, 20-something hundred people a day is going to touch somebody in your life. And yep. if you happen to be the cause of that, how would you feel? <laughs> how would you feel if you, you know, you unknowingly gave this to somebody who was, 
you know, who may have a pre-existing condition and you put them in the ground. I think that when I think that when you look at it in that way, um, it probably I would hope that it would alter their perspective a little bit, because, like I said, you just don't know, you know, if you are a if you are an asymptomatic carrier, you may not know you have it. And God bless you if that's the case. And you're not walking around feeling like absolute garbage. And you're not, you don't end up in the hospital. You don't end up on a respirator. You don't end up laying on your belly with a ventilator, um, with a tube down your throat or, you know, helping you breathe or something along those lines, if it's not that severe, but we all know that with, you know, almost 2 million people infected, we know somebody who's had it. You and I know somebody who's had it, (laughs) um, you know. And I know somebody, like I said, a family friend of ours who died from it just yesterday. And (laughs) dying alone in a hospital with your lungs collapsing on you and your family unable to see you and they have to say goodbye over a Zoom call because somebody infected you who was probably didn't know they had it or even if they or or you know they want they were around you didn't follow any protocols at all and you know all of a sudden you ended up with it, it it's this it's a it's a feeling to know that you did that to somebody that you how do you get how do you get past that how do you get over that so i don't know i i, no, I, I mean I, I i don't know how you do and and you know as per usual um, we're in, we're in lockstep on a lot of stuff. You know, I am, I'm a hundred percent for everybody wearing masks. Um, you know, my, like I said, my thing is don't act like you can't comprehend how someone can see someone can feel like this is infringing upon their freedom. That's it. I am a hundred percent behind you going, you know what? You can feel this is infringing upon your freedom all you want. Yeah. And mask on. Yeah. I, I see clearly how people feel that way. I think that they are an era. I think that they are short sighted. I think that they are narrow minded. I think that they should fucking wear the mask and shut up. Yeah. No, but. No, it's like I it's I I know way too many. Intelligent. People. Who I'm hearing and reading say this shit. Yeah. No, like. I understand if you don't agree with it. Not asking you to agree with it. I'm I'm not even asking you. Like I'm not even asking you to sympathize with these people. I'm not saying that understanding why they feel this way means they are right. (laughs) Fuck that. (laughs) Well, the good thing, the good part, one of the good things is that you know there most 
you know, public places, especially in in this particular area that we're in, in the Washington, D.C. area, most public places and most stores and establishments won't even let you in if you don't have a mask on. Yeah. So, you know, at least in 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 that scenario, they're following certain safety guidelines and, you know, um you know, like like I said, I mean, I we we're we're only saying this because we want people to be safe. We want people to be, you know, safe to be able to, you know, have this kind of argument, you know, COVID free, without, you know, having to worry about, you know, them them getting sick or them getting somebody else sick, or, you know, un- getting a family member sick or something along those lines. Just you know, be careful out there. Um, follow the science. Follow the doctors. You know, wh- wear the damn mask. <laughs> just, just put the fucking mask on. Um, so Chip, let me ask you a question. Uh huh. Uh-huh. If you had a hundred and thirty-three million dollars. What's the first thing you would buy? Bora Bora. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and I brought this up because, you know, tonight's Powerball jackpot is like 280 something million dollars, cash option 199. After taxes, it probably gets down to a paltry $133 million. Imagine getting all that in the middle of a pandemic. Holy shit. There's a certain amount of sucksivity when it comes to something like that, though. Because it's like, you know, you got all the money in the world. You can buy whatever you want. You can't go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And once again. Going nowhere real quick. This is why I'm buying Bora Bora. So, so you can you you'll buy Bora Bora and you know just kind of hang out there, free as a jaybird. I got I'm you. A, I'm saying I, I got you. Bora Bora. I will probably kick get you a dog. You know, <laughs> oh exactly. Yeah. I got I got I got I got Chip opening up a uh, a, a a kennel a a. The largest pet kennel. <laughs> He's gonna have a funeral home and a kennel. Amazing. Here's, here's, here's what I do. Here's what I do. I buy Bora Bora. I kick everybody the fuck off. Take my goddamn mask off. Then, then, go find one of these lost indigenous Amazon tribes. Oh my god. I and I give them all. Really big fucking guns. <laughs> so that instead of shooting down missionaries with arrows, you can, can do it more efficiently. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. where, where the hell is he going with this? Exactly. <laughs> no. So I alright, so so let's let's be semi honest. If I get that much the the first really sort of stupid expense 
would be there, there is an actual there's an island for sale off the coast of Florida it's supposed to be like two million dollars got a house it's got a generator it's like pretty much self-sustaining like I'm buying it and that's that's the truth uh, <laughs> fucking buying it and I'm moving so you're getting you're getting out of Dodge uh, yep absolutely I can see that um Apparently there is there is a bridge that connects it to the coast. I'm blowing that fucker up. <laughs> um, my God! And, uh, buying he, a helicopter. He, 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 he's just choosing the nuclear option. He's going for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh there's uh, there's so much I could do with 133 million dollars. Well, obviously, obviously, yeah, and that's 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 the reason why I asked. I was like, what what would be the first thing that you would buy? You know, something along those lines. I mean, everybody's got okay, no, actually, huh? So, so let, let let let's be real, and I am going to disappoint almost everybody I know with this. And I was a kid, so a few people actually know this. I have a list of toys that my parents would not buy me as a child. Oh my god. That I am intent on buying as an adult. Uh-huh. If one and, of them is a big wheel, you're gonna be very disappointed. No no. No, I actually I I had a big wheel and I had a mean green machine. So I'm okay there. <laughs> I had the mean green machine. It one was awesome. Them, one of them was a playset um, called Aquaman versus the Great White Shark. It was an Aquaman doll, oh, a plastic we, we Great playing, White we, Shark. We're playing with dolls now, okay? Or are we? Going with... <laughs> All right, I see how it is. She. First off, I am old enough. Uh huh. Secure. Yeah, that's okay. Bad enough. Yeah. And I can bring dolls up and not you, worry about you, my masculinity. Can you play with their hair as well? Asking for a friend. Oh, well, actually, <laughs> so here's the funny thing. Uh -huh. and, and this will actually lead us into, like, my final question of the day. Yeah. The, the company that made them, the, that made them, used to be, uh, it was called Mego. They made, they made these 8-inch dolls back in the 70s. Um... There were certain characters that they made that they put doll hair on. Like, uh -huh. like Thor, Conan. It all came with this long-ass doll hair. <laughs> right. They were, they were boy toys. <laughs> but with Barbie doll hair. Did, did they come out with a company in oh. T-sets as well? Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. I'd show Bob over there trying to throw exactly. shade. Exactly. I'm sorry. If Conan has doll hair, if they have doll hair and not, and not the hair of some, like, fucking werewolf or something, I, I'm not playing Tell you what. Uh -huh. When you wash that brown guy out and give Big Bird his hairdo back, uh -huh. we'll talk. Okay. All right. Now. <laughs> so so now. Matthew so Matthew with 
with with your with your hundred and thirty three million dollar windfall, what's the first thing you're buying? Uh, I would probably zero out the debts of everyone around me. That actually means something to me. Okay. Flag on the play. Oh, sorry. Flag on the play. Let's just no. See, let let's just take the nice stuff out of there because because I I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Like everyone that I about, everyone that I gave a shit about would have their like all their debts paid off. They'd have their dream car, whatever. Like it's shallow. Yeah, yeah. We're we're talking about indulgences. I mean, of course, we're going to take care of our families and loved ones and all that good stuff. But, you know, what's that first stupid-ass purchase that you would make? Um, and, and for the record, for the record, that set that I'm talking about um, from the 70s, Aquaman and the Great White Shark, the original one. Now goes for like fifteen thousand dollars online. Oh yeah, anything like that's definitely collector yeah. at this point. <laughs> oh yeah, which means um, unless I win Powerball, I will never own it. <laughs> if I did, first motherfucking thing. <laughs> right. I guess I would go for. Uh, I mean, I I can't really think of anything like huge like maybe i don't know like a, a standard house or whatever like that you know what i truly want if i'm that freaking rich i want to have like a sleeper house like everything's cool on the inside i don't need to look outside for looks i'm not trying to get robbed or anything like that but like <laughs> I, 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 I want it when you walk into like this is like oh you know, i want a house that just blows up on the inside, and oh, I want to go underground. Hell yeah, I'm gonna have that a proper hurts. gamer room. It's gonna be great. Yeah, <laughs> nice. See that? Yeah, that, 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 that I, could, I could definitely see him doing the gamer room. That would be so cool. Holy shit! <laughs> now, Aaron, I feel like I feel like you are contacting a few musicians and offering to buy some guitars. Am I right? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> the first thing I'm doing is I'm going to find somebody who has no problem with accepting a million dollar check for their 59 Gibson Les Paul. Nice. You know that is the the holy grail of guitars. You know, so, if, I, if I if I have that money as well, you're gonna have a competitor. Oh, for real? Yes. Yeah, definitely. So you you'd be looking for fifty nine, is what you're saying? Uh, yeah. I I can drool over those. Like honestly, they're they're so nice. Hell yeah, they are, and they—I mean, you know—they not only are, I mean, it's the rarity that makes mm-hmm. them so. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they all, everyone that I have ever heard, even on video, sounds exceptional. Yeah, I can associate so many things with that guitar. It's yeah, uh, it's 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 amazing. Yeah, I mean, and 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 all of the great Tad one. Um, you know, all the great, you know, many great blues players. Um, oh, 
Joe Joe Perry from Aerosmith slash from Guns N' Roses. Um, you know, the 59s, the 60 uh, Let's Pauls, that was like the guitar. You know, if you can get your hands on one of those, that was the one to have. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that if I had if I had the the opportunity, the chance, the the, the I would I would definitely I would definitely be looking for one of those right there. I yeah, wish, that's worthy. I I, worthy. I genuinely wish that uh, I was around for Woodstock. I you know why you say that? Because that was, I I look at videos of it all the time, right? And it's just something that I would. Oh, I really wish, I really wish I existed back then. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> I'm all about that. I am all about that. So many... Oh. I, I, DMX, okay. I believe he, he Matt, opened Matthew, up for it, right? What's up? I'm yeah. about to say, Matthew, use your words. What I, exactly are you trying to say? You see, words hurt, man. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 can, I can only say so much to express my, my like... My, my excitement or whatever I can only fantasize <laughs> you know I no I I completely get that like I feel like they, I feel like there are certain events in history that you know if everything were were equal and especially if they really were as romanticized as they're made out to be that I would have wanted to have attended I would have wanted to have attended Woodstock would have wanted to have been there when the Beatles played the Ed Sullivan show. Um, oh yeah, want to have been at the Berlin Olympics. Yeah, I could see that. I could definitely see that. I I think Woodstock would be one of those for me. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, fantastic! You know, we're talking about the the be- matter of fact. Um, what was it? Dece- uh, what was it? We we recently. Um, I won't say celebrated. I'd say commemorated the uh, what was it? The fortieth anniversary of John Lennon's uh, murder. So you know, rest in peace, John Lennon. You know, it's amazing. He was only forty years old when he died. Forty yeah. years old. Yeah. And the the music and the history and the legendary status that he attained in 40 years on this planet is just amazing. And the fact is that people visit Strawberry Fields 40 years after he died. That's the kind of imp- that that's that's when you know you made an impact. And <clears throat> you know, uh, along these lines there are certain places that I want that I want to visit for those same reasons. Like I, I, I want to cross street from the Abbey Road album cover. Yeah. It may mean absolutely nothing. Like I may just walk across the street and not feel anything. But that cover is so iconic and the music and everything else. Like I do. I just want to do 
that funeral procession walk. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's how I felt when I was in uh, when I was in Memphis and I was walking right. on Beale Street. It's like, dude, I mean, when I was down there for Blues Week and I'm on Beale Street, the same street, Jerry Lee Lewis and 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 BB King and and all those blues greats and the rock and rollers and you know Elvis, those people walked on that street and played in those clubs. And here I am doing this exact same thing. It was an absolute treat. So yeah, yeah I understand where you're coming from. Like I, I admit, I want to walk out of the tunnel at Madison Square Garden. Even if there's nobody else in there. I yeah. want to take that walk and get that feeling. Um all right, so let, let, let's let's tie all this together because, as we all know, the holidays are upon us, and no matter what you separate or no matter what you celebrate, um, there's an opportunity for presents right around the corner for all the good little boys and girls. So, both of you, it's on the Christmas list. Give me, oh, give me one thing shallow oh, and one thing deep. Uh, fuck. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, you go first. I have to think about this for a second. That's what I'm saying. See, he, he, he <laughs> dropped this one on us. You know, we didn't talk about this in pre-production. I don't know. I, I you know, I hadn't I, I I hadn't thought about it because I've been in, you know, gift giving mode that I really hadn't thought too much about what I actually wanted. Yeah. You know, other than the other than the, the junk that's on my Amazon wish list right now and you know, stuff like that. But no, nah, I hadn't really thought that much about, you know, what I, what what I actually would want or you know, anything along those lines. What what about you, Chip? What do you, what do you, what's what's on your list? So, you know, one of the things that's uh, that's on that list of of toys that I never got. Um, once again, it was it was made by Mego. It's 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 a horrible looking figure, but it's a figure <laughs> of my favorite superhero. Um, the thing, um, the, the thing. It was made by Mego. The first time they made one was 1976. Um, it's all plastic with an orange plastic head. And the body isn't molded. It's the same body as every other male figure. He just made, like, they, they took an orange piece of cloth, drew rocks on it, slapped it, and slapped it on the figure, on the body. So it's a different head. The body is the same as everybody else's. And they gave it a costume. Um, I see it online. They're online all the time. Um, I either talk myself out of it because the asking price is too high. Or um, when the asking price is right, you just don't have it. How much I absolutely does it go for? love to have one of those under the tree. 
How much does it go for? You can you can find them anywhere from seventy five dollars up to like six seven hundred. Oh wow! Yeah, it's a matter of whether or not the person getting rid of it is like cleaning out their basement, or they're a collector, like a hardcore collector. Right. Yeah. And then you even and this is something that I don't understand about about collectors. Um, you can pay two hundred and fifty dollars for an original box that the thing came in. Box. Wow. Not sure. I'd pay five dollars for the box. Right. But the, the there are three things on my all-time list from Mego. It's Aquaman versus the Great White. It's the thing, and Mego also put out a uh, Welcome Back Cotter set. All four Sweat Hogs and Mister Cotter. Oh shit! <laughs> and those things go for about a hundred dollars a piece. Um. I, I I'd love to have those as well. Wow. Um the deep end. The deep end I think there's a few conversations I'd like to have. Ah, now, now that now that some time has passed and the maturity is set in, some wounds have healed. I think there's, I think there's a couple of talks that I would like to have for Christmas. Okay. Look, I will. I will say this because um, I had a conversation with an an old old friend, um, somebody that I've known even longer than you. Um, you know, she goes back, you know, thirty years. <laughs> you know, I've known her since sixth grade, and you know, basically, um, you know, you say, I I was telling her that you know you don't want to let time passed anymore because you know as we know now you know it's it's finite we have no idea how much time we actually have and the precious thing about life is that it doesn't go on forever so you know what do you have to lose by saying what you have to say at the time that you feel like saying it because you never know i mean you know you, you could anything can happen at any time so you know have those conversations if you, if you choose to and just get that stuff off of your chest and out of your soul and you know put it out there I mean what's the worst that could possibly happen at this point the one the worst thing that could happen is that those things go unsaid right so you know say what you got to say to whoever it is you have to say it to because you know Life is life is too life is too fucking short. 
<laughs> to be to be thinking about you know to, to be you know letting too much time go by without leaving things unsaid. So yeah, that that's that's just my take on my take on that because I've been having a few of those conversations lately with people and just kind of saying you know what needed, what I what I feel like saying or what I feel like saying to them you know good and bad situations just because. You know, it's worth it to get that stuff out of your soul and off your chest. So. Actually, the, the, there is one more thing, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure that it is. Not sure that it's just for me. I think it's. I think it's for both me and Matt. Um. Think both. Matt and I would like someone to give Darren a microphone that doesn't cut out during recording. Oh, yeah. But you know, my hands are tied. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck you mean your hands are tied? I mean, <laughs> I can only do so much to make you not sound like shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean,. Yeah, I, I assume. There, there, there is a novelty to it, though. You know, him spontaneously cutting out when he's, you know, saying something serious or whatever, and then it's just us two left in the recording. It's pretty great. Absolutely. I yeah. mean, you know, the the depth of the conversation certainly takes a hit, but, oh, yeah. no, the handsomeness quota goes through the roof. So. <laughs> That's great. Oh, we are That's all longing for the return of the moist voice. <laughs> well, all right, I, Matt, what do you want for Christmas? Oh, God. Uh, I guess, uh, so my, my, my big thing is that if I, if I want something, I already make it a point to get it as quick as possible so that I don't want it anymore. Uh, but I can't quite do that if they're always out of stock. Uh, so probably one of the the new graphics cards, uh, a thirty eighty, I guess, if you even know what that is. Okay. I was gonna say no PS five for you then. I mean, uh, I mean, I would get a PS five, but it'd only be just for like for a handful of games. But most of the games are coming to console, not console, uh, PC now. So like, I I've just stuck with PC for like the longest time now. Matt, Hell, if I if I had been thinking about, it, I'd have pre-ordered the PS5 and then turned around and flipped it for Thanksgiving and made about a tenfold profit. I mean, if you were able and to no get shit. a hand on one of them, sheesh. I mean, scalpers they they, they got bots on the ready for that stuff. Exactly, you exactly. Did. Apparently, those things are going for. You know, they were selling for. You know, the I, I guess the the they were selling for either three to five hundred dollars. Yep. And now they're. Them on the, and now they're online for you know a few grand. It all started with the sneaker industry, and then they're like, "Hey, let's capitalize on this. This is smart." Yeah, especially around Christmas time. Oh, Shit. Yeah. <laughs> little, little, little Timmy ain't gonna get his PS Five. <laughs> they won for Christmas. It's not happening. Yeah, t- Timmy. Timmy don't want that Atari Twenty Six Hundred. <laughs> I'll take one. I'll, I'll definitely take one. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am a sucker for vintage stuff. I swear. 
<laughs> Timmy don't want ColecoVision. He ain't playing Pong. Uh-huh. <laughs> but there you go. So, in any event, um, Chip, I don't know about you, but I, I, I got nothing else on my list. So, if, 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 unless you got anything else, we can go ahead and wrap this up. You can go ahead because work is calling me. Hold on one second. Hello, assistant manager. I'm, I'm finishing my podcast. Wait just one second. <laughs> I'm going to go take this. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Y'all have a good night. On behalf of uh, the super producer, Matt Alfaro, and one Nelson Enoch Green III, this is Uncle D saying, Good day, all. Wear your mask, be safe, and we'll see you next time. (laughs) And we'll see you next time. All right, everybody.